Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the Video Production Academy podcast. I'm delighted today to be joined by Christy. Now we have to give Christy some grace today because her throat's not all it might be. She's she's a little bit uh, a little bit raspy, but you know, given the option of, of coming back and rescheduling, she's uh, she's been really brave and going for it. So Christy, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I am looking forward to our conversation today. Should be fun, normally is. Firstly, what I would love for you to do is to introduce who you are and what it is that you do, please. Sure. So I am Christy, and I like to introduce myself as Christy from Clean Eating with Christy. Clean Eating with Christy is my business name, Clean with a K, because Christy with a K. And what I do is I'm a kitchen confidence coach. And so that simply means that I work with women in the kitchen. We simplify routines in the kitchen as well as we simplify meals so that. All of that takes off the stress and the overwhelm of the the women in the kitchen so that they can actually enjoy doing what they want to do without spending hours in the kitchen. Yeah, that sounds like a a really important thing. I know for me that I, I used to be able to cook and I kind of got out of the way of it. And then all of a sudden I was put back in a position where I was cooking again and I'd forgotten what to do. Right. It was really odd. It was like, I, I cooked for years and then had a few years out of it and all my confidence went. And actually it's taken a lot to get back to the stage now where I'm quite comfortable in the kitchen. So I think what you do is really vital. You know what, it's what I'm finding is that if whether you've been cooking in the kitchen or whether you are, you know, you never were shown growing up, it takes practice, right? It's like riding a bike. So the more you do it, the more things that you can cook, you can expose your family to, you can veer away from the takeout and the restaurants, and you can actually do what you want to do and make those healthy choices at home. So that truly is my passion. That's wonderful. Where I am in Scotland is very rural. We're quite remote. So the option for takeout is really not ideal because if we want to get food like that, it's actually a 20 minute drive. People who don't deliver out to us, we're too far out. So (laughs) on one hand, it's really handy because it stops you having that temptation of going, oh, we could just call. Right. On the other hand, it's harder to get a treat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Never mind. That's a complete aside. I have been quite through quite a journey to actually get to this stage. Can you talk us through some of that? Oh, yes, I can. I've actually been doing a lot of reflecting on it lately just because it's so cool where I am. Never thought that I would end up here. So I grew up in a home when I was younger where we were surrounded by food all the time. Food is something that we ate when we were happy, when we were sad, when there was a big event, the food was always there. And so what I learned to do with that was to use food as a comfort for me, as well as a reward. It was just what I went to. And so I got married young. And unfortunately my marriage, my first marriage was a toxic marriage. When I left it, I also had a three-year-old daughter who is 23 now at the time. So, but unfortunately what happened was then I used food to replace the love that I was missing in my life. And so my, my daughter at the time, she saw that happen. And it was not, you know, she was raised on McDonald's and takeout and kind of all of those things, because those were the things that like immediately brought me comfort. And when I was 30, I realized 
this is not, I don't like this. I don't recognize the person that I'm seeing. I want it to be a better example for my daughter. And so just kind of moving into my own health journey, which has been for 18 years now. And across the space of, you know, we did, we did the yo-yo diets. We lost the weight to a personal journey of just, this is who I am. I love myself. I love my body, but also food is um, nourishing for my soul and how I turned instead of turning to food as a comfort, I turned it to something that really just filled my body. And I was still able to love it just on a different, you know, just on a different, in a different way. And so with my journey, I also learned that there were so many things in the kitchen that I didn't know when I wanted to eat healthier, quote unquote, right. And eat better. And so it became my kind of like personal thing to explore these foods and find out what they were. And so now what I do is I get to help moms with those things. And I actually had somebody the other day, she said to me, I would have never known how to cook this because I have never been exposed to it before. So having me show them how to cook it creates, you know, that, you know, that gap, it, it just brings everything closer and they get to now experience different foods that are healthier for them. So my personal health journey has, has brought me to this point of being able to be in the kitchen with moms now and really walk alongside with them in their own journey too. You didn't start off in... The, the coaching profession though, did you? You actually started somewhere slightly different. Yes, I did actually. I w- I'm a teacher and I started out in the childcare profession because I needed to be with my child. I couldn't afford for her as a single mom to be able to be anywhere else. So for 15 years, I was a childcare director taking care of other families other kids and just kind of working my way up through the ranks. And it was also too, that prompted me to realize how much my family was missing of me because I was spending so much time at other people's centers caring for them. And then also to seeing those moms with the struggles of what do we you know, pack our children for lunch. Christy, what do you recommend that we have? Because we were with the children more than they were. So all of that kind of culminated and I actually took my health coaching certification in secret. I don't know if I shared that with you or not before, but I did. I took it in secret. I didn't even tell my husband when I first enrolled because I thought he would think that I was like loopy and crazy. (laughs) And in the middle of that, I think six months in, it was a year long program in the middle of that. I was like, no, I have to do something with this. And then I became more vocal about it and really what I wanted to do. But that also just spurred me on to be able to really want to just help other moms, other women who struggle and were in the same struggles as I was. Was it an easy transition to go from your employment into your own business? In my mind, I thought it was going to be really easy. It's always this like, oh, this is going to be great. I'm just going to move in. But I had no, like, because I had kept everything a secret for so long. And then also too, that was not my career. And so I really spent the first two years of my business really marketing myself and really even finding my niche and who it was that I was helping. It turns out that 
I'm actually not doing what I thought I would be doing. I thought I would be doing a, like being a meal prep coach because that is one of my zones of genius, but that's not only what I wanted to do. I wanted to kind of, I wanted to expand and teach women how to be so confident. So it's interesting how that's evolved, but it's been, it's been a journey. It really has. And it's, it's not been easy. It, and I know each stage is going to be different too. So It's nice to hear that it's, it's not, you know, everybody's in the same boat because I think so often the digital coaches will say, oh, business is like this and online products is like that. And, you know, it's super fast and you'll make a ton of money. And it's not what I found at all. It's, mm-hmm. it's hard work. It's really slow. And, but it'll get there in the end. But what I read today, I've just been reading Graham Cochran's book. And he's, he's a business coach that works entirely online. And his, his thing is about scaling up to six figures a year and actually getting people to be able to do that through digital products. And just towards the end of the book, he says, slow growth is best. He said, the faster you grow, the faster you fail. And he said, he saw it where, when he launched, because he's a, a musician background, when he launched, there was 10 other businesses doing something similar at the same time. And there's only three of them left. Interesting. Yes. But his business is doing more than a million dollars a year because they wanted to go really quickly. So he's saying the slow growth is better because the foundation goes in there. And so it's having that foundation is really important. Yes. And you learn so much about yourself in that process. You know, I've really, I started right before the pandemic, about six months before. So, and then when that hit, it just like, everything kind of, I didn't know what, then I didn't know what to do, right? Because I thought like the world is ending and everybody then was online and doing this. So there was so many days of questioning myself and like, am I even doing this? Like what is happening? But it has turned into such a cool experience. And I have grown more as a person in these last three years than I think in my whole 48 years of life. So it's been, it's been a cool, a a cool process. Oh, I hear you. I am exactly where you are at for sure. Yeah. When did video start to play a part in your business? You know what? Not until recently. I want to say, so January of this year, so we're in April now, right? So January, 2022 is when it fully, I fully immersed myself into it. Prior to that, I dabbled a little bit and I hosted once a week, Saturday, what I call coffee and planning hours for moms. So just a space where we can come together and they can ask questions and that kind of a thing. And then I began to teach classes online and have them sign up. And then, you know, the process with the Zoom link and and all of that. And now my programs are I like they are 50-50. So 50% of my programs are video, live classes, tutorials, and then the other 50% is my coaching and but like this, right? So using the Zoom, using face-to-face if I can't get to them. So in one way or another, but yeah, my my programs went completely as of January in the last four months. So it's been it's been so fun. I love that. I'm, I'm so pleased to hear that you found it fun because so many people there's so much trepidation with it and so much anxiety with it but I have to say I really resonate with the approach that you use with delivering your program and using the video and using the live elements with zoom and that as well I'd like to hear more about that if possible yeah so with my with my program I actually have a program. It is called Kitchen Confidence. Very basic, but that is exactly what I do. And it is a step-by-step tutorial. 
And what I found was, and this is kind of where my teaching background came into it as well, was we all learn differently. And so there are some people that are auditory, auditory learners and it works really well for them, but being in the kitchen and somebody who is brand new to ingredients or to products or to even just like a brand new concept of organizing your pantry and having it set up a certain way, there is still a stress and an overwhelm if they can't do it. And that is one of the number one reasons why I find women will not continue is that it's just too overwhelming for them and they don't know what to do. So they would rather just close the cabinet doors and walk away because then they can't see it, you know, or just like anything, their fridge doors, they can't see it. So for me, what I do in my programs is I do everything from my own kitchen and I do a step-by-step, this is what you do. This is how you do it. And I show them through that. It's very quick from 15 to 20 minutes, just because moms, we don't have a lot of time, right? So I want it to be quick so that they can see it and then they can download it. They can watch it, you know, at any other times. And uh, so that's, that's how I do the kitchen confidence every week is a different skill. So it's dripped to them once a week. And then there's a follow-up Q and a session, a live Q and a session where we talk about it. Right. So it's not just, here's your, here's your video good luck. It's what did you learn? What do you have questions on? How can I help you to be able to get closure on that entire concept of what we talked about? Because if you can't do that, then you're not going to be able to move on to the next one. And that's what I really want them to do is to grasp the skills in the kitchen, to be able to know that I can cook a meal, no matter how stressful it is. I've got everything in here. I've got it you know, and to be able to be, you know, a hundred percent sure of themselves. I love that. What effect has it had on the completion rate for your course? Oh my gosh. It's like entirely different. We like all of them complete it. So a hundred percent completion rate, my last kitchen confidence program. And then what happened with that one was they wanted more. So they wanted to know what the next steps were. So on our last call, that was the question that they asked me. They said, okay, now what, Christy, right? So I kind of had been dabbling with something else in my head, but I put it out to them. And I said, well, how about we do live cooking classes then once a week? So now you have everything set up. Let's actually cook and I'll show you how to make meals. So then five of those nine, came into what I called Flavor University and it was six weeks. And what we did was, so that one was just strictly videos or live. So they could join live like this, like you and me, I would be in my kitchen. If they weren't, then I sent them out a recording so they still could see it. But what we did was we took one protein and one vegetable and I showed them how to make two completely different meals out of that. And we did that in about an hour and 15 minutes. So it was pretty fast paced, but again, I walked them through it. I sent the ingredients out. It was very all common ingredients, sent the ingredients out, the recipes out, and then they followed along and they got to ask questions along the way, which was really cool to me because I forget what it's like to be at the beginning of the process. And so some of the questions, you know, just were, they were basic questions, but 
questions that they would need to know to be able to do it again in the future. And so that was a really cool program too. And they wanted more of me. So here you go. <laughs> I just want to rewind something a little bit there. Yeah. So you have a 100% completion rate on the course. Yes. So that should be rounds of applause and high fives and, and fireworks and confetti and everything. Do you know what the average rate of course completion is for online courses? I actually don't. I think it's something really low, like 5%. Is it? It's ridiculously low because well, people run out of steam or they get lost or they feel left behind or they get overwhelmed. So they just don't finish. And I think part of it too is, <clears throat> I mean, that, that sounds... That sounds about right, because even in the beginning of my, my business, when I didn't know what I was doing, I bought courses because, you know, a coach would say, you know, this is how to build your email list. This is how to do this. Right. So I bought the courses. And then, like you said, it's there's nobody there that's holding you accountable. There's nobody there that is asking you questions or working you through that next place. So you stop and it doesn't work. And for me, because I am a very visual person, I would get frustrated. And so then like hit a wall, right? And not finish. So my goal truly, because we all have kitchens and we all have to eat, like you can't survive without me, you know? And so I really, truly want it to be something that maybe you're not 100% confident and you don't enjoy the kitchen, but you still can use what you know and use your resources and the toolbox that I give you to be able to go further. It's interesting because the women in my community, they are my people. So like when I say my people, like I honestly, I almost can't shake them. They want more. They're like, okay, Christy, well, what's more? What's more? And these are the same ones that are showing up on Saturday mornings and they know each other now. And, you know, they, they know me and they know their kids and everything like that. And when I, when I first started the business, I just thought it was going to be my business. I had no idea that I was going to be able to start this amazing community with women that support each other, right? Like we don't have that. That is a very cool piece of what I do and with Clean Eating with Christy. And that has become a really big pillar for me is just being able to build that community and really foster that. So the video has helped me bring all of that together, which has been so amazing. I love that. And it, one of the things with it is one of the reasons that I love it is because you agree with my thoughts. <laughs> I'll explain that a little further. We like the video production Academy has actually been running since June of last year. We've been trialing different things. And from my own experience of buying digital courses and some I complete because I'm a good student. I get a course because I want to learn what's in it. But sometimes the course, I, I don't get on with the person who's presenting it. I don't like their ethos with things. I don't do bro marketing. It annoys me when people are like, oh, yeah, you can do that. So then you can go and buy a Bentley. And I'm like, I just want to feed yeah. my family. I want right. to buy a bigger house. You know, I'm I'm never going to own a Bentley. It's just right. it's not who I am. So right. it doesn't resonate with you. So then you switch off and you check out of it. But I also see that as a course creator, we want to have an impact for people. We don't do it because we want to make money. We do it because we want to make a difference. Yes. Otherwise, yeah. I've not done my job well enough because my job is to have that impact. 
you know, and I think that we're so used to doing like doing things or buying things and then not completing them. And that for me, that too has just been kind of like an area of growth where now I'm like, no, if I invest in myself with something, I want to make sure that I complete it and I come out on the other side of it. And so those are the people that join my program, right? The ones who see the value of investing in themselves. I tried and tried and tried, you know, at the beginning, like, oh, this is like, everybody should do this, right? But it's not for everybody. And they're not going to get the most out of it either. And those are the, those aren't the people that I really want in my program because I want to, I'm, I'm investing myself 120%. So I want to be able to, you know, have them give that back as well, and then really just grow themselves. So that has been, you know, that's, that's been a big piece of it too, is I think sometimes we're just so used to doing things and we don't think anything of it, but we're not growing then and we're not changing. I love the fact that your community wants to stay with you and go, what's yeah. next, Christy? What's next, yeah. Christy? So Christy, what's next? <laughs> well, I actually, just this last week, I took my Kitchen Confidence program, which was a group program prior. And I have, I, it, I think it's still going to remain like as kind of an outline as a skeleton, but I have a mother and daughter that are doing it together. And I get to tailor it to them. I am so excited because the mom, the, the daughter was talking about it to the mom. And she said, I never taught you this because I didn't know it. And so she was, she was talking about the program to her mom and her mom said, well, let's do it together. So actually, after I get off the podcast with you, I'm going to send them the, like the very first video for the week. And I think that's the really cool thing too, is that I can use this and I can tailor it. And I never thought of doing anything mother and daughter together. Right. But it makes sense because mom can learn and daughter can learn as well. So this is my base. And then I can kind of, I can go, go all the way off of it with that. So that is, that is one thing that I am, that I am definitely doing now with, with what I already have. I love that flexibility that you have towards developing your business as well. You don't have this regimented thing of this is what I'm going to do and it's completely linear. You're going, okay, let's take the next step. Hmm, let's see what we've got here. And yeah. then assessing it and then moving forward from that. And I think that is so vital for a business that's going to have longevity. I mean, if you would have asked me two years ago, I would have panicked and I would have said, oh my gosh, no, that's not in my, you know, in my scope of what my, what my coaching is, but it's come to that process of me just being comfortable with what I'm doing and being confident again in what I'm doing and how I can help other women, like you said, have an impact. And so here I get to do in the same thing, I get to help two women at one time, which is amazing. And then who knows, you know, what happens after that, in addition to the one-on-one -on -one coaching, but yeah, that's, I I'm excited. I'm excited to work with them together. I can't wait. And they even, she even messaged me earlier yesterday and she said, so so my mom and I decided that we're going to watch the videos together on Zoom. We're going to work in our kitchens together on Zoom. So they really get to work side by side in this process, which is, I mean, that's a cool thing. I have to say, it's just, it's really cool. <laughs> it is because it's a whole different level that it's a, a bonding experience that they yeah. didn't have previously that you're able to help facilitate at this stage, yeah. which is yeah. just awesome. 
you know what? And I think when you're open to new things and you're open to receive them, though, that's when the things are going to come to you. And that's when the ideas are going to come to you. And somebody will come and ask you a question and it's not a no, it's, well, how can I use what I have already to be able to impact them or to be able to, you know, help them in what they're looking at. So that's been a really big learning process for me too, is, you know, not to be so type A. I have to open my, <laughs> open my eyes and open the box and, and see what else is outside. I don't think there's anything wrong with being a type A. <laughs> <laughs> no, me neither. <laughs> no, nothing at all. Nothing at all. What tips would you give to somebody who is just about to start their video content creation journey? Oh gosh. Yes. So one of the things that was helpful for me was to practice just to set my phone up and whatever I was going to do, just practice in front of the camera and just to be able to kind of, you know, get used to seeing yourself on screen and what that looks like. But then the other piece to it too, which I think not, I think I know this is what my people love is that I am my true self and to show your personality, because if you want, you really want them to know, like, and trust you. And if they see you on the street, you should be the same person as you are behind the camera. And so that has been my my biggest thing, I go back and I look at some of my first videos now and I'm like, oh my goodness, <laughs> what was I like? I even had, there's an app and I'm trying to think of the name of it, but like it scrolled the words on it. So like oh, I could teleprompter type it, like, teleprompter. yes, teleprompter. And so I would have that set up on my iPad or my phone and then be recording. And I started just like with my phone and my iPad. So I, I, I still don't have anything fancy and crazy, but I was using this and until I got used to it. But then I also see the difference too in just what being natural is and not to be afraid because the people on the other side of the camera actually are admiring you because you are doing it and they are too afraid to do it. So, but it takes time. <laughs> it takes time to practice and it's not going to happen overnight. So just really practice and just in a room, you know, a open room, see what it is and just let your personality shine through because that's, that's huge. That's huge. One of the things that I always suggest to people is create your own private Facebook group of one. So that yeah. way you can practice and you can go live in that group. And if you've got a couple of business besties yes. that actually you want, you know, that you can share that with, that you can be supportive of each other. So you can go live into that group and it's completely safe. I love that actually, idea. If you do a good video, you can download it and use it. Yeah. But it's a safe space, which I think is really, really important. That, you know, that's a great, great advice. I actually had a Facebook group that I started when I first started. And again, like didn't know what. So my first lives were like, I don't even know. I think I was cutting like a mango or something like it was like, but it was just, it was just so weird and not normal. And then I actually started to go live with other people. And so we would be able to have those conversations back and forth. And that's the other two, other thing too, depending on the platform that you're using, it can seem like you are just talking to yourself, which makes it difficult at the beginning too. So, but yes, definitely practice going live and, and just having those, those conversations. Yes. And I think the idea of being authentically yourself is massive. And the thing I always say to people is your audience are waiting to love you. Yes. That's what they want is they want you. Yeah. Not you pretending to be somebody else, not you with a mask on, not you with a pretend accent. They want you. I know. 
It's, and, and I truly think that that is one of the hardest things because we think they want this other person, this other version, this more perfected version. When in reality, it's not, they just want us. And that is once you can do that and be able to tell your story and be able to, you know, catch different pieces of them through your story. That is where the true connection comes into play. And that is when they come to you and then, and then they stay with you and it's the coolest thing. Like it just really is the coolest thing. I'm so excited for you. I really am. How can people connect with you and find out more? So the easiest way right now, and it seems to be the platform that I'm leaning towards is Instagram. I do a lot in my stories every day on Instagram, just kind of like behind the scenes and just with my life because I have my 23 year old and my eight year old. And so I do a lot of food with, you know, between the two of them and kind of what that looks like. So my Instagram handle is clean eating with Christy, clean with the K and Christy with the K. That's probably the best way. And then any programs that I have are linked there or you know, messaging me as well is just, that's, that's pretty much the place to find me right now. (laughs) That's wonderful. Thank you so much for taking the time to have a conversation today. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to the Video Production Academy podcast or watching it if you're viewing us on YouTube. I'm Lee Midlane and I've been your host for this episode. If you'd like more information, resources, or free downloads, head over to the Video Production Academy at www.videoproductionacademy.co.uk. Reach out if you have any questions, queries, or comments, and subscribe to hear more inspiring conversations with business owners just like you who've built their business using video. Until next week, shoot for the moon. (laughs) 